Welcome back to another day of trading on Dynasty Wall Street, where every week we take three players and react to their value using the Dynasty Trade Calculator. Now, let's go down to the floor with our traders, Russ Fisher, John Bosch, and Kane Fussell. Welcome everybody back for another day of trading on the floor of Dynasty Wall Street. Russ Fisher, John Bosch, Kane Fussell, all here to go over some player values and to yell at each other because hopefully we disagree because agreeing is just boring. John is shaking and said, no, we're having discussions. We don't yell we're, on this podcast. That's we are problem. going We are going to be kind and respectful and really super boring, I guess. Just, just saying. Yelling uh, we, is not fun. I don't know why. Do people think that's exciting? I, I don't get it. I have so many people argue. I figure they have to like it for some reason, though, yeah. I guess. Right. But everybody's doing great. Everybody had a great holiday weekend. I'm just assuming I don't actually talk to these people outside of when we're recording because they're OK. But, you know, John gave us the we got to go. So we're going to go. And I love blaming everything on John. We have no quarterbacks today, which is a first for our show. So the order is going to go running back, wide receiver, tight end. And first with our running backs, hey, Kane, who you got for us? Hey, buddy. Um, so I think this is a really interesting one because we are in this part of the season where hopefully you're playing in leagues where there's no trade deadline. I'm just going to get that out of the way first. <laughs> um, you shouldn't have a trade deadline in Dynasty Leagues. So we're just going to start there. Um, we can have second, like an hour and a half show on that if you want one day. Lock <laughs> um, so, step on this podcast. So yeah, <laughs> everyone feels the same. There shouldn't be trade deadlines. And don't give me the the BS of like, oh, it increases trades like right before the deadline. Those trades would have happened regardless. Like, I'm not going to get into it. I'm already fired up. But we're at this spot in this season, right, where we're trying to figure out which running backs are actually going to help us long term and or or what running backs are going to help us for the rest of the season and what are we willing to pay for those running backs that are going to help us this season and so i'm i'm going to go with a running back that you know we probably don't ever talk about um and but that's the fun part about this is that we don't really talk about this running back in terms of like wanting to trade for them very often um but it's james connor now mm-hmm. with with chase edmonds hurt and not really sure when that's when he's going to come back because I'm not a doctor, nor am I Chase Edmonds. Um, James Conner is the lead back right now, and he's scoring touchdowns at an incredible rate. But the question is, is always, is are the touchdowns going to continue? No clue. But what I do know is what his price is in the calculator right now. And you can get James Conner for an early second and a late second. So two second round picks gives you James Conner. So the question is, John, do you want to give up two second round picks for James Conner, who is going to help you this season and a chance that he's a starting running back somewhere next season? <laughs> oh, running backs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, this is the obvious answer of yes and no. Obvious. I would give him away for a single second on a non-contending team. I would pay an early and late second on a contending team. Like I is a running back. Like, yeah, that's what, the, that's what they are all going to cost right now. <laughs> and you, you might only get, you might get one week out of them. They're running backs They're It's horrible. No, I'm not paying it in any circumstance unless I am contending and say, I just lost Dalvin cook for, we don't know how long or somehow I'm contending. And I lost Christian McCaffrey again. Uh, you like know. we are. Yeah. Well, you know, I yeah, that's true. We are. Um, hopefully, we get Kamara back in that team. God, that team. Oh, um, I mean, so Matt Price and I actually just gave up DeAndre Hopkins for Connor in a very specific league. It's a league where if we or Russ or somebody else in a vampire position wins, the league resets. So, like, we have no use for anybody after this year if we think the league's going to reset. So we overpay, like we gave up a ton. Like that's the only trade I've made recently for Connor. But like, we didn't even care. Like we, we know what we're getting out of Connor for the rest of the season, we think. And that's fine. So I would give, I would give two seconds. Sure. If I'm contending, why not? Like that's, that's what am I going to get that's better for that price? I could, maybe I get Leonard Fournette. <laughs> I might want him. Uh, we'll talk about Leonard oh, Fournette in oh, about yeah. two minutes. I was about to say, that sounds Oops, pretty on point, so don't spoil <laughs> What about, what about you, Russ? I'll let you, I'll let you jump in. <laughs> uh, you and I are, are way too similar when it comes to running backs. It's really funny. Kane said before, 
so a running back that no one really talks about buying. And I giggle like John and I never talk about buying running backs, you know, <laughs> trading for running backs, except right. until we get here. And but honestly, though, I was trying to obtain James Conner before the season started, because I really I like the idea of Chase Edmonds as a running back on a team. I don't think he's a workhorse. And he, whenever he was used as one, he sprains his ankle. I, that just twice it happened. Twice he got hurt. So Connor was a nice touchdown upside guy. And this, you know, actual handcuff, you know, with ups with the flex upside on his own without it. And here we are. We're we're in an instance where he is the workhorse back. Yes, his touchdowns are insane. But that offense kind of is, which is why I'm absolutely fine with that. And also because especially with Hopkins hurt, which, man, please come back. They don't really have many people to throw to in the end zone, like into the in the red zone, into the end zone, however you want to say it out loud, which means they're going to run the ball more often. And even with Edmonds back, that's going to be Connor. So easily contending two seconds when you when you first brought up Connor in my head, I'm like, I'd give my first. And clearly, I will absolutely give up two seconds instead of a first, a late first, because, again, assuming I'm competing and that's why I would trade for him. So, yeah, I'm pretty much on the kind of early second. His price would be early second. So if I have to add on a late one, who cares? Exactly. Yeah, I'm absolutely for two seconds. Yeah. What about you, Kane? Yeah, I'm I'm right there with you. I think James Conner will end up getting work next year. Right. Like what he's what he's done so far this year, like he's going to get work. In, in some capacity. Um, so I, I don't have a problem paying two seconds for James Conner, like at all. Like there's a good chance that he's probably going to stay with Arizona. Like he's been great with Arizona. Why wouldn't they try to keep him there? Yep. Um, you give that in a non-contending team, Kane? Um, I don't think I would give two seconds. I would give at least an early second on a contending team because it, it, my expectation is that the Cardinals continue to want him. What was Russ? You said you were trying to get him like earlier in the season and before the season. Mm-hmm. What were, did you, were you successful? I assume his price back then was probably, you know, a third, maybe a late looking second. Yeah. Seconds uh, definitely got it done. A third, a couple of thirds could have got it done if you were lucky, but mostly it was, you know, a good team second got it pretty easily. I don't think you're getting it for a late second now just because especially just the situation of Edmonds being hurt. But I am also on completely with Kane where it's working. So why move away from it? Um, I Is he on a one-year deal? I honestly don't remember. Yes, he is. But re-signing him won't be expensive. He's not going to get a stud contract just because he did well one year. He'll get more than he got now, I'm sure. But I don't think it'll be something different because he's going to want to stay on a good team where he did well, I feel. So I mean, his, his value, like from a value aspect, <laughs> there's really no room to go up. It yeah. might go. It, it's probably not going to go down terribly far. Like, well, it'll probably, probably stay gonna the be same because it's going to be in the same. Situ- he's going to be in the yeah. same situation. He's not going to with a healthy Edmonds or if, you know, Benjamin shows a little more and he steps in. I don't remember when Edmonds was drafted. I don't remember if it's his third or fourth year. Um, There's always going to be someone else with him. And there's always going to be the chance of Connor doing what he's doing now and being that workhorse when someone else gets hurt. So this, his, this is uh, Chase Edmonds' last year on his contract. Okay, so either even there if they bring free agents, huh? yeah, even if it's Eno, even if it's another guy, I I don't think. <laughs> I don't think Connor's value changes. I think it's going to stay in that one early second to yeah. early late second and. At least for now, I think I'm okay buying that. And once we hit the non-point scoring season, I think I'm absolutely doing okay with doing it also. What like close to the season, like like right before the season starts, and I'm like, okay, I need to fill my lineups now. I, I'm not buying running backs in whatever February just because that's bad form. But I, yeah. I'm I'm on the I'm on the Connor bandwagon for sure. So he, here's this list because I think this list is is kind of interesting this list head um, could be probably like 25 long i bet with that well hopefully with, you did not leave it at 25 <laughs> I, mean, I had a i had a hard time making this list just five running backs like, i gotta be honest with you his, his value plus or minus like five there's got to be just 25 running backs in that window yeah there is um <laughs> oh, but i i tried to get a mix of 
of guys that there's two guys that are on their first contract, one that's younger, some that are scoring points now, just to see how we feel about James Conner as a whole. Mm-hmm. So we have five running backs here. Michael Carter, James Conner, Lenny Fournette, Kareem Hunt, and Miles Sanders. Hmm. This is that's a good list. I like it. I like it. That's a rough list. I have no idea what huh. to do with this. Hopefully you're good at you're fast on this one, John. Well, I mean, I'm going to, okay. I mean, I'll, I'll jump in and I'll go first then. Um, God, I hate, I hate how, I hate how with running back, you just, everything has to be two lists. They're, they're, because it's all value, man. Value for future, value for now, all matters. But it matters extremely differently at this particular position for half the league. <laughs> like half your league, running backs matter right now. I mean, kind of as much as they ever matter. And the other half running backs are just completely worthless. I'll be honest. I'm probably going to go ahead and just put Leonard Fournette at the top. I, I said a while back, I would have paid my first form if I was contending. And I'll bet you that's what he still costs. And I would still pay that for him right now down the stretch. No problem with that. So he's, he's the only one that I would go out of my way to, well, not really go out of my way, but I might look for him and I would be willing to pay a first. I would probably want like, maybe I could get a third back with him or something like that just so I don't feel like I paid a first for Leonard Fournette, which feels very gross, but that's what he costs. And that's what he's cost. That's what he's been costing. He's, he's the running back on a massively good team that scores a lot of points. I'm willing to get my late first for that down the stretch when I'm contending. So he's number one. Um, Man, Hunt's hard to value because he didn't do anything coming back yesterday. Carter's First week he, never matters. I mean, Carter's injured right now. Sanders hasn't done anything like in forever. Connor, I'm gonna put I'm gonna put Carter second, um, just because I think he's the one with the brightest future. Obviously, so by default he pops up there, and I'm hopeful that he gets back. You know, before the fantasy playoffs, I think he's only supposed to be gone like two to three weeks, right? Mm-hmm. So hopefully he's back and. I can get help for this year plus a future. After that, I will go. And I, I like Michael Carter. I don't know that I want to pay my first form, but late first is probably about where like the 112. I think I drafted him 112 in some places. So like I'd be fine giving the very, very late first form or early second. Connor's next on the list because that's just what you got to pay for him if you want to get him right now. So fine, why not? I mean, Hunt and Sanders, they've been such a disappointment. I will go, I'll go, I'll go Sanders, then Hunt. I really don't care. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, they're, they're, they're just equal. I don't really have a split. So I'll I'll say Sanders. Why not? I think he's a little bit younger. (laughs) Uh, So I'll go Sanders. Mine's actually pretty similar. I have Carter first and Fournette second. I think the points, you're missing a couple of weeks with Carter. I, I get that's probably why you put Fournette first, but I actually... I, I huge weeks. I know, but I've like, super... <clears throat> excuse me. I've super bought into Carter. He's been doing really well on a very bad yeah. team. So he's first for me because I think you'll get points per game, even amounts between him and Fournette, but I will feel safer for the next two years with Carter instead of Fournette. Yeah. So I have Carter Fournette. I would be happy with either, at least for the rest of this season. Uh, three, I have Connor. Again, for everything I've, we've already said, I don't feel like we need to go over him again. And then I have Hunt, then Sanders. Uh, I loved the idea of Miles Sanders coming into this league. Philadelphia drafted him, but apparently did not like the idea of Miles Sanders coming into this league. So there's no reason for me to believe that's going to change, even though they have now become a run-first team. And cool, maybe... Miles Sanders will run for 85 yards a game. But they don't throw to him for some reason. I mean, they have Kenneth Gainwell and don't throw to him. They just, they, it's they don't so. They really throw a lot. Yeah, it's, <laughs> I, I just, the They situation. just throw to brick hands Jalen Rager. God, that was, oh my, like, I, I don't think I have him on any rosters, but if he, if I go through any rosters next week when I'm setting lineups and I see him, I'm just outright dropping him. I have him like, on a lot. Just cut him. Not going to lie. Just cut him. He deserves, he belongs on the waiver wire after that performance. Teach him a lesson, Russ. <laughs> <laughs> no, but Hunt 
is the same thing. He, yeah, he was absolutely disappointing this year, but he's super safe. It, it's he doesn't usually get hurt, so this isn't something that we should really, you know, expect again. And I never play players the first week back from injury because you never know how healthy they really are or need to get back into the the flow of the game. So I'm not counting this week against him or anything. So I have Hunt at four because I think he's safe. And again, if Chubb goes down, he sh- he'll see an increased workload. And then I don't trust Sanders. What about you, Kane? Um, pretty similar. Um, I have Leonard Fournette at one and Michael Carter at two, mainly because I really like winning leagues. Again, you and this winning thing. I don't I know. I can't stop. Um, I, I think Leonard Fournette just helps me, me more this season. I, I think you're definitely right. Out of this list, Michael Carter has the best fantasy outlook for like the next three years, probably. Mm-hmm. Um, assuming that the Jets don't draft a running back, which I'm not sure why they would when Michael Carter has actually been good. It's the Jets. That's true. Can't discount that. <laughs> um, I quarterback early, so it's all right. <laughs> I have James Conner at three. And I think there's a tear break after Michael Carter and a tear break after James Conner. To be completely yeah, honest, I can you. see that. I yeah. agree with that. Um, and then it's Cream Hunt and Miles Sanders. It's just take your pick out of that one. Like Whichever I can, can see, <laughs> I can see Miles Sanders being the choice just because maybe he can land in a better spot next year. Right? Do you That's think you get Sanders or Hunt? Like, could could you get Sanders for a second right now? If I just go off, for you a should second? be able to. Probably, I would take yeah. a second if I had Miles Sanders. Yeah, huh. same. Give me the second. I kind I oh man. Oh, I might have to. Like I, but, I, I kind of feel like giving a second form, but that's solely based on the fact that I, I liked him what three years ago. Exactly. Yeah, you're uh, not going to want to do that on a competing team, though. Like you have a middling team, maybe you throw a second to see. Hopefully, he'll help you next year in a different spot. I, I think I give a second form on any team. Maybe not like the two hundred one because I'd rather get a wide receiver. Exactly. Yeah. So but... my, my apologies. He does have one year left on his contract. Oh, never mind. Hate it. Next year with with the Eagles, but like I think he's still a fine player. Um, so I guess I would probably have Miles Sanders over Hunt, but like, whatever they they are what they are. I'll take either one. If I got like, if you would give me Kareem Hunt and a single breath of fresh air for Miles Sanders, like I would take that. You know what I mean? It's like if you gave me anything on top of either of these guys, I would I would trade it. Like even a fifth round pick, I would take that. So Kareem Hunt and a high five for Miles Sanders. Let's do it. Deal. Like, <laughs> but they're they're so similar to me, so I I don't have an issue um, either one. But that's my list: Fournette, Michael Carter, tear break, James Conner, tear break, Miles Sanders, Kareem Hunt. All right, so I have wide receivers and running backs. Oh, gross. Yeah, that's why we're moving on fast. So I have wide receivers, and this one I'm asking honestly because I don't know what to do. And I'm going to talk about A.J. Brown a little bit. Oh, my. Okay. okay. So, again, coming into the league, loved the idea of A.J. Brown. Everyone hated the landing spot of the Titans. Sorry, not everyone. I'm sure there's one dude listening to me like, I loved it. I drafted him one-on-one. Good for you, man. I Sorry. But he got dropped. He did awesome. I'm worried about A.J. Brown. The, the word injury-prone isn't fair for anyone. But this dude's hamstrings don't like him. It's just the truth at this point. When he's healthy, he seems to do awesome, except for this season, which I don't know what the hell Tannehill's thinking, but that's not what we're here to talk about. But A.J. Brown is still ranked very highly among Dynasty wide receivers. So I'm in a couple of leagues where I'm not doing well. The person with A.J. Brown is doing well. And I'm like, do I trade for A.J. Brown? What would I trade for A.J. Brown? And just to put this on the reverse for a second, in a league where I had A.J. Brown and I was competing, I traded him for Travis Kelsey. And I felt great about it, except for this week when he had a buy. But I guess A.J. Brown's on IR, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> A.J. Brown also had a buy. Fair. Okay, so I feel great about it again. So, <laughs> so let's just, in the Dynasty Trade Calculator, man, I failed at this so bad. Hey, we're brought to you by Dynasty Trade Calculator, and all of our leagues are 12-team Superflex PPR. AJ Brown is worth an early first and a mid second. So Kane, AJ Brown or an early first and a mid second. Right? Like that's how I feel right now. You um, said early first and mid second? Early first and mid second. Um this is a super flex league, so give me the picks. John. 
I'll take AJ Brown. <laughs> I'm still uh, I he has obviously fallen some, but I'm not I'm not writing him off. Uh, I would pay an early first and a mid second. Mid second to me is eh, whatever. I would prefer to get a quarterback probably with the early first, but as has been said many times, many ways, I don't really uh, play quarterbacks in the same way that everybody does in Superflex mm-hmm. leagues. So I don't feel the desire to get that second quarterback that'll be good. As long as I get one, the other ones are fine. Uh, and I would rather have A.J. Brown lining up as my wide receiver when he's not on by. Yeah, so I love the idea. Again, if I had a crystal ball and I saw that A.J. Brown was going to be healthy for an entire year, not I don't, I'm not going to see how many points he scored. I'm not going to see his usage, anything. I just want, if he, I could see that he was healthy for an entire year, I'd take this gamble. Because I'm willing to gamble on his talent catching up to the idea that Marcus Johnson and Chester Rogers should not be getting eight catches for 100-something yards and two touchdowns. Like I'm willing to gamble on that. But add that into the fact that he's missed two to five, six games every year on top of the weirdness that's going on this year. I don't think I could do it. I, I would rather see... I guess we'll go into the list in a second. Like if I had the equal pay to get any of these guys, I don't know what I would do. And again, I'm I'm waiting to hear what you guys have to say because I put this guy up, not because I wanted to tell you guys how I feel about it. It's like, I need to know how to feel about this. And I trust you too. I'm curious well. what tier he's in. Cause he, I think he has probably, he was at the bottom of my top tier. I think he's probably fallen to the top of my second tier. So I'm curious what players you're going to have in the um, list. Here. I did not list the top guys because okay. to me, them being healthy and them being the top guys to me, just it was too easy. It so was top a, guys, Lamb, DK, Jefferson, Chase. Like we all agree there. Those yeah, four. around that. Yeah, I, I pushed them out. I did not. And Jefferson, none of them. All right. So let's just go into it. Oh, I didn't give a specific answer. And I feel like that's cheating. I would take the picks and see what else I could do with it. Though I like one first for AJ Brown, just You're not like, getting a better receiver for that. I, yeah, you are. His name is Traylon Burks. <laughs> okay, Maybe. Is, is, he, is he making up names? No, uh, that's, he, he's, he's, he's gonna be a rookie this, this coming season. He's the wide receiver out of, out of Arkansas. Yeah, I, know, I was just, I don't know, man. The, until he lands on the Titans or Jets or something. Kendrick Bourne is killing it right now. That's all I'm saying. I can get him for a first in a second, that's for sure. <laughs> please do that so the 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 players i listed around aj brown's value i did go above and below on here terry mclaurin dj moore debo samuel deontay johnson and michael pittman jr yeah this is uh this is definitely the tier that ajb is in now so right and this is clearly a tier down when he was wide receiver three or four he's probably down to like nine or ten at this point do we know anything about the debo injury right now nothing all i saw was uh, shanahan said it was his groin i think that i don't i haven't seen anything about a length or severity i thought he was a running back now weird you would bring him up in the wide receiver section well it's like Cordero patterson he has dual (laughs) i'm kidding i'm kidding dual of dual uh availability it's fine so i'll I'll go first here i appreciate Um, that yeah, people are not going to like my list. I can guarantee you that. Um, but number one for me is Debo. Even with the injury, um, I think he is a di- dynamic playmaker. Um, and he's going to touch the ball a lot. Number two is AJ Brown. Um, he's really, really good. And I think, I think he is the second highest valued one on this list as well. Like, that's I would pay the second highest price for AJ Brown on this list. Um, Deontay Johnson is third for me because uh, he catches just a ton of passes, and mm-hmm. I play in PPR leagues, and that's more valuable. Uh, uh, I like to win. Yeah, I know it's one of those things. Sorry about that. Um, <laughs> Terry McLaurin is four for me. Um, still a really good player. Um, I have DJ Moore at five. And Michael Pittman Jr. at six. Oh, I forgot Pittman Jr. So that's Debo, AJ Brown, Deontay Johnson, Terry McLaurin, DJ Moore, and Michael Pittman Jr. Russ, I have it exactly as you read it. <laughs> uh, AJB, Terry McLaurin, DJ Moore, Debo, Deontay, 
Pittman. Uh, and honestly, like AJ Brown is, he's definitely at the top of this tier for me. I, I don't think he's in that tier of the top four, but he, he feels closer to that tier of top four to me than anybody else on this list. What is interesting about this list is who is Terry McLaurin's quarterback next year? Who cares? Who is DJ Moore's quarterback next year? Still doesn't seem to matter. Who is Debo Samuel's quarterback next year? Trey Lance. Trey Lance. Okay. Who is Deontay Johnson's quarterback next year? Still don't think it really matters. So like for the majority of these players, basically all of them, except for AJ Brown, they're all going to have a different quarterback next year. You're, you're forgetting not, Pittman again. Not Pittman Jr. I, I just haven't gotten to him yet. Not, not Pittman Jr. I think he probably still has Wentz, most yeah. likely, next year. Wentz is I don't more than on, his contract on more is, than a one-year deal. Yeah, so he's he's there. Yeah. But I think that means, like, there is usually something there. You know, when a new quarterback takes over, sometimes it takes a little bit of chemistry. I think we've learned from the Rams that every wide receiver is going to try and go to breakfast with their new quarterback. (laughs) That's true. That's true. As long as they're breakfast buddies, they'll be fine. Um, AJ Brown already has that with Tannehill. He's not going to lose that. I'm not saying they resign Chester Rogers. (laughs) I'm not saying it can't develop quickly, especially for Debo. Debo's in a situation where he's probably, you know, he's gotten some work with Trey Lance. Yeah. So that's, that's good for him. We do believe Trey Lance will be the starter next year. Please be the starter next year. Mm-hmm. Really don't want another year of Jimmy Garoppolo with him, even though Debo has done well with him. But like, I think Terry McLaren, DJ Moore, Deontay Johnson, that little bit of uncertainty of it could go both ways. It could be good for them. Obviously replacing Ben Roethlisberger um, is going to be a positive, you would think, but they could definitely go down the route of being worse off. So there's a little bit of uncertainty in the majority of this group for me. That's why I still have AJ Brown at the top of it. They, whoever ends up with a quarterback that like really is a good quarterback, maybe Trey Lance is the quarterback we all want him to be. And he doesn't just rely on his legs, even though we love that aspect of him. And that probably does pop Debo up to the top or right with AJ Brown for me. I kind of want to you know, before I really know how the order will be next year, I got to know who's throwing the ball to him. And without knowing that, I, I got to keep AJ Brown at the top for now. Knowing things is so overrated. So is winning. You guys, <laughs> what? I don't know why I bother. So this one's tough for me. But I put McLaurin first because I don't think it matters who's throwing him the ball. I don't think the offense matters for him. He's really good. He does really well in fantasy. So to me, it could only get better for him. If they get a good quarterback, they get a good person across from him. That's still just good for a wide receiver to be on a better offense. So I, I am on the McLaurin train. Uh, 2A, 2B. I have no idea who to put between A.J. Brown and Debo Samuel. And it really is probably just name recognition that makes me want to put A.J. Brown above Debo just because he's been higher longer. And I think that's going to be enough for me. Knowing like a little bit of what John said, we know what he's walking into. We know what he's capable of. Debo, there might be a little change. I I don't think Trey Lance is the one look and run kind of guy, which destroys a lot of fantasy upside. So I he has the capability of going through progressions, which will be good for someone like Debo. But I'm still I think I'm gonna put AJ Brown at two, Debo at three, even though I think that could probably change very easily. At four, I have Deontay Johnson for all the reasons everyone said. I just think he's insanely safe because he is that route running slot receiver kind of guy and he fits with almost everyone. At five, I have DJ Moore just because he's had a lot of times to show his upside. And while he's always been very, very good, he's never taken the step we've all wanted to. And I think the rest of the guys above him have the ability to take that step. And while I do love Michael Pittman Jr., he's at the bottom of this list for me. And just because he needs to take a step to get up to what everyone else does. Again, he seems like he's doing it. I need to see it for a little longer and with another wide receiver on the team. So, yeah, I love Pittman, but he's still, I think, the lowest value on this list. And he was the bottom of the trade calculators list as well of these players. So it just fit like that. 
Who do you guys think out of this list has a chance to be the overall wide receiver one at any point in their career? Do you think any None. of them? None. None. I still think AJB is the one, only because he's been there before. And once somebody gets there, they can get back to it. We've seen that. He has the best skill set to do it. I say with my voice getting very high up at the end. Like, yeah, I could see it. But he's like a lot of things need to change for that to happen. Mm, he starts out 2022 with a few good games. I bet you he's immediately back up in that top tier. I don't know if the other ones have the chance to reach that top tier. If, if we're just talking top tier and not like No, I, I initially meant the wide then, receiver then sure. one. <laughs> like, I think A.J. Brown can get back into, you know, a top tier of guys with like Chase and Lamb and, and Justin Jefferson. Um, but I don't think he has the chance to be the wide receiver one. Yeah, Not when fun. age matters too much. Yeah, Chase pretty much has that locked down for a while, it feels probably. like. It'll probably and, like back and forth between Chase and Jefferson, depending yeah, on who has the better year. They're right rookie. next to each other. <laughs> and a rookie next year. All right. I mean, we got some tight ends to talk about, John. All right, boys. It's finally time. <laughs> we are going to have the discussion. All right. Let me write this name down before you even say it. <laughs> we have waited, I don't know, what, four or five weeks now? And I purposely uh, left him out. Yeah. of the last tight ends conversation yeah and it, it's been it's been ugly <laughs> i mean it has been ugly for the last few weeks for kyle pitts mm -hmm. so it's time to have the discussion i'm curious where you guys are uh in the calculator he comes in and uh super flex tight end premium 12 team 46.4 that is equivalent to an early first a mid first and a late second. I really thought you were going to say late first and I was about to. No, it. I, I, I wondered that was, I mean, it was like dead on. I had to use a second, which I hate yeah. using seconds, but I couldn't, I couldn't finagle it even with like, you know, like late firsts. Yeah. A whole bunch it. of them. So early first, mid first, late second for 21 year old tight end that has not produced in the last what four or five weeks? We... I'm gonna take Kyle Pitts. Oh my! I'm not. Wait. What? Hold on. I feel like we need a breaking news alert. We got to start with Kane because I definitely did not expect that answer from Kane. I tried to just slide it in, see if you really noticed. There was that was definitely very smooth, and I tried to talk over it, but it didn't work. <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm gonna take Kyle Pitts just because. Um his value is going to stay the same at the worst right like well i don't think at the worst i think at the best it also stays the same to be honest with you mm, i think it, he oh, finishes the season with 20 points a game from here on out does it have anywhere up to go <laughs> like, it does i guess that's the question like i guess, that, like, that I, late I guess... Second could become a late first i think that's where i think I, like, I, don't I feel know like he's people... in a in a one QB. Okay, no, because we talk super flex. Super he flex. is a top twelve non QB pick. Oh, oh yeah, we'll in get, a startup, we'll get, we'll get to that. <laughs> so he, here's here's my reason, right? Why why I want Kyle Pitts over the first, over the two first and the late second. Um, I'm just gonna say two first because I don't care about a late second. It means nothing, nothing to me. Correct. Um, because you can get those for apparently Miles Sanders at this point. Um. Probably would get Miles. <laughs> <laughs> so he, here's my thought, right? Is I I know this draft, and I know that there's no tight end that is going to like boom onto the scene and be like a first round pick. If there is a first round pick, it's Jalen Widermeyer out of Texas A&M, right? And even if he's a first round pick in tight end premium leagues, he's going to go at like the two o two, um, ish. I'm just estimating. Um, so I'm basically giving up early first. Um, that means I'm giving up a quarterback. And mid first, I'm giving up my shot at a running back. I think personally, I think this says more about this draft than it says about Kyle Pitts in my mind. Mm -hmm. To be honest with you, um, I I just to feel better, Kane. I just don't want the uncertainty um, because the, all these quarterbacks have question marks, um, and Kyle Pitts should help me win now. 
Should, right? Should. Um, but he and also, for also Matt Ryan can't be the quarterback forever. Um, really at some point, they have to make a change, and they could have had Justin Fields. but Just have Cordero Patterson play quarterback, too. Why not? Exactly. He can do it all. Um, so I'm, I'm taking Kyle Pitts just because, like, as he gets older, um, we're not going to have Kelsey. We're not going to have, you know, we're not going to have Waller. We might not have Kittle, like a healthy version of George Kittle. Um, and we're just going to be left with Kyle Pitts and Mark Andrews to be honest, at the top of the tight end lists. Hawkinson. Hawk would have, yeah, Hawk would like to no. have a word. <laughs> he can, but I'm not going to listen. Oh, Vikings um, fan, I'm not going to talk about a lion. I, I, I literally don't care about the Lions. They, they don't bother me at all because they don't win. Um, don't. <laughs> but, but overall, I think Kyle Pitts is just kind of by himself. Um, it's unfortunate, like, what's happened this season. Obviously, because Matt Ryan can't throw it like eight yards down the field. But I think you still have to take Kyle Pitts over the two firsts and whatever a late second is. So here's my my quandary. Here Here's my dilemma, which I learned. The dilemma is actually a choice between two things. So I can use that correctly. Dilemma is not just a problem. It is actually just a choice between two things. And am I taking Pitts? Am I taking the picks? And right away, I said I'm taking the picks. Here's here's my here's why I'm sort of backing off from that. I'm in a league where I am rebuilding. I have a couple of picks. I have some really good players because I just decided a few weeks ago to blow it up. And I went to the Pitts owner who is competing, has another tight end on his roster. So losing Pitts isn't the worst thing in the world because we're in a league where you, you have to start a tight end. I physically can't get this player off of this guy's team. Um, I have offered Nick Chubb and Mike Evans. And I was that's told not, no. That's not even close. <laughs> to somebody that's thinking about the future, that's not even close. But no, he's competing. Well, if he's competing and isn't requiring pit points from Pitts, then he's in a great he's got a great build that is winning now and has a future asset that should or you take Chubb and Evans and you go win the league and that's all that matters, right, Kane? He's already competing. Sounds like he already could win the league. Competing doesn't mean he's winning the league. Oh, okay. But I still think Kyle Pitts is the choice. It it doesn't feel great. I'll, I'll tell you it doesn't feel great right now. Um, but it's like it's getting to the point of like in two years, who else is gonna be there with tight ends? That's the question. And and that's why I think I have to change Michael my answer. To, that, that's why I think I need to change my answer to Kyle Pitts, just because if I sent any random team early first, late first, late second for Nick Chubb and Mike Evans, I don't think he gets accepted because the players are probably worth more. But mm, I don't know. I, I don't think people give them up for that. And if I send Mike Evans and Nick Chubb for Kyle Pitts and that gets rejected because Kyle Pitts is worth more, Kyle Pitts is clearly worth more than an early first, the late first, and the late second. So I'm going to change my answer because apparently you can do whatever the heck you want with Kyle Pitts and it's just seen as okay. So I, I should be able to get, you know, it's funny. Everyone says, oh, you know, give me your firstborn or it'll cost you your firstborn. I want someone to take my firstborn. That will be my <laughs> price. Like I already have enough kids. I don't need more. So like I will give away my firstborn for Kyle Pitts. How about that? Uh, yeah, I'm not another one of those. <laughs> uh, man defense. That's what matters. Two adults, two kids going further than that is terrifying. Two kids is terrifying. Not going to lie, but Back onto the, what we're talking about. I changed my answer. The answer is Kyle Pitts because Kyle Pitts is literally a ransom note with a, it's a blank check. It is all of those Kings ransom. It's all, and all of those horrible cliches, whatever they are, because you could do whatever the heck you want. And worst case scenario, you have the tight end one on your team for the next five years because we don't uh, who knows right and it's going to take a lot to rival Pitts. Pitts is going to have to be terrible and someone good is going to have to come in for Pitts to fall so just give us the list because i i i'm not happy i mean Pitts so is far. number one like i uh, does anybody question is there another tight end that you would want above Pitts right now give me travis kelsey 
because I like to win. Boom. That's fair. That's, I mean, that's that's like the one scenario. But ask yourself, if you were that guy that was competing that had pits on the roster, would you be seeking out the Kelsey manager and offering? Oh, I, I'd get Kelsey. What Kelsey? am I seeking him out? Maybe if I can get Kelsey plus, probably. Which you should be not plus because you got Kelsey above. So would you would you give right? But not everyone else does. So if I have pits on my team and I'm going to go get Kelsey, I'm going to be smart and use everyone else's valuation and get Kelsey plus. No, but that person knows that you're. They know your valuation. My valuation don't matter. It's theirs that they want to get pits. So what if they also agree that it's a one for one value, or you'd rather have Kelsey and they'd rather have Kelsey? Would you would you give pits for Kelsey straight up? If I think that puts me over the top. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. that is the one scenario. <laughs> Look, and it's it's thin. I mean, it really, you have to really feel like you're gonna like win. That is gonna win it. Not not get you second place money. Right. Yes. Because if you get second place, you lost that money. trade, and you're probably yeah. well. Next year, you'll be fine. The year after, you're probably in trouble. Like you have to win. I don't think I could. Pull, I don't think I'd feel comfortable doing that in any. I offer oh, feeling comfortable is a different story, but I'll, any, I'll still do it. Any league I did not get pits in where I had Kelsey Waller or Kittle soon as the other person drafted pits or won him in an auction, they immediately got a one for one trade offer. From I me. can attest. I had, no, you added to, to Kittle. I did. <laughs> I had zero. And I still success. said, no, my team was terrible. Zero success. I think in getting, in getting pits. Oh yeah. Oh, I, yeah, I traded him to price. Yeah. I tried to get him. <laughs> Matt outbid me. Uh, a lot. I, I <laughs> could not, I could not trade any of those guys. One for one for pits back then. No, and definitely can't do it now. Definitely can't do it now. So my question about the list then is, what would you add? Let's say, let's just approach, I, th- I think let's approach it from a not competing standpoint. Because the only time that you're, the only time you would consider giving up pits and getting Kelsey or something is if you're going to win. So let's, we are now non-competitors. You have Kelsey Waller or Kittle on your team. A contender happens to be sitting there with pits. You can help them with points for the next few weeks, but they sure as hell aren't stupid enough to just give up pits straight up. What would you add to Kittle to get the pits? I just said I would do Kelsey for pitch straight up, and then yes. you just said, let's pretend they're not stupid enough to do it. <laughs> not cool, John. <laughs> okay, so first first thing I would do, um, I'm looking at my roster, and I'm trying to find if, any, if I have any other older assets on my team. That Honestly, that's the first thing that I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and if Some I have, here. if uh, I have, Kelsey I would give Conner. all the running backs. Yeah. Like if, if I had, um, I'm just gonna try and like, if I had cream hunt, if AJ Dillon, like anything like that, Darrell Henderson, I would add any of those guys to one, one of the three tight ends to get pits. I think that's a good move. I don't, yeah. I, I still, I wonder how that gets received. I mean, that's because, uh, again, Kelsey's the only one I think people even think about it with. If Muller was having a better, more consistent season, but he's not, he's not, which makes it tough. And Kittle, they, they're not throwing to Waller 20 times a game. They did it I once. Hate. It was awesome. And yeah. then they waited eight weeks and they did it again. And now they're not doing it again. Uh, and Waller's, yeah, hurt my... too. Waller's just got hurt, didn't he? Oh, is that why you only had two catches? I Yeah, he hurt his IT band, which apparently that means he has bad ping or something. I'm not sure. That's a, a, I think that's, he a, that's a joke in there, but did he actually hurt something? Yeah, he IT hurt his band? IT band. Does anybody uh, watch well, Parks and Rec? Yes, of course. <laughs> says here you have internet connectivity issues. That was an ad <laughs> All right. I, so, I guess an IT thing band is actually in his knee, is what I'm hearing. Wow. I could. Do you think if you add a first to Waller or Kittle, does that get pits right now? Well, see, the problem is again, you're talking Not about sending me. it to a contender. Like you're you're changing the rules here. I don't think anyone's gonna do it with picks involved, but if I were to do like Kane was saying, he listed a couple of wider uh, running backs that are late first, early second values. I think Kelsey and any of those running backs probably does get it done. Hmm. Okay. I asked about Kittle. <laughs> I oh, think Kelsey's Kittle? the only scenario. Do you think you could make that move with Kittle? It'd have to be more vast. Like I think, I think if you want Kittle, it'd have to be like Kittle and Stephon Diggs. Oh yeah. my god! Kittle, Kittle first in a second to get pits. Kittle and Diggs to get pits. Oh 
my god. I mean, Diggs isn't the two, that's... three firsts he was before the season started. Oh, or, that's still, or like that's if you want to so if you want to add any of some of the wide receivers we talked about, like Terry McLaurin, DJ Moore. Like yeah, I think that's, that's what, what it would cost to get plus Kittle, Kittle and Pittman plus Kittle. Holy yeah. Crap. Wow. Uh, so that's a lot. All right. You're the um, one helping set these pits values, and then you're confused with the value. I am definitely not setting any value. Yes, it is. All pits value is based around John <laughs> is, Bosch. I think you just need to accept that. Not true. I, I, think I just kind of thought I think it that's was what it costs, off. though. Like it, it, regardless of if someone's competing, I think you have to give a vast overpay. Yeah. To get Kyle Pitts. For yeah, Kyle absolutely. Pitts. And I think, I think that's what the overpay is. Yes. I'm right. With, yes. And like, I think the it price, is then, a Stefan Diggs yeah. or a DJ Moore or a Chris Godwin on top of one of these tight ends to get Kyle Pitts, not Kelsey, but, but on top of like Waller or, or Mark Andrews or TJ Hawkinson or Kittle to like get to Kyle Pitts. That is, and I think you, I think you're right. I mean that that definitely gets looked at then. Yeah, and that's what and you have to do because for all the is, reasons you've said that Pitts is easily the one already, and that's not going to change anytime soon. That is absurd. <laughs> okay, I mean it's not. Yes, it absolutely. Is is, which is why I usually like, don't go near him. Wow, and he's not having. He's, yes, you knew this. <laughs> this is why Pitts was your 101 before the season started. You knew it, this was happening. But imagine when he gets a quarterback. <laughs> like, surely Atlanta doesn't see Matt Ryan as their 2022 quarterback. Like, Fingers crossed. Maybe not 23. But... Or at least if they do, hopefully they have Calvin Ridley back or like something. To, I mean, Pitts is getting guarded now. Like. <laughs> He's getting double teamed pretty good. Like he's getting coverage. There's nobody else to cover. Probably why quarter L Patterson was able to run muck because they're all just, everybody focuses on him now. It's disgusting. You should not, should not defend the tight end that way. <laughs> Damn it. Let me get his catches. Um, all right. So my, my next question about him, since we didn't really get to do a ranking on the list, I pulled up his value. Like you said earlier, Russ on top 12. I mean, there is only one position player. I'm sorry, non-quarterback player valued above him in the calculator. Tight end premium. It is a super flex tight end premium. Only so one non-quarterback. Jonathan oh, Jonathan Taylor. It is Jonathan Taylor. So who would you take, Pitts or Taylor? Taylor. Taylor. I would take Pitts. I don't yes, think I don't, would. I don't. Do you think Jonathan Taylor pulls? Uh, Let's see, Stefan Diggs. Plus, I'm trying to think like a running back that would equal like the Kittle running back from Jonathan Taylor. Um, hell, it, well, Dalvin. But the answer is yes because Jonathan Taylor is the 101 in a one QB startup. And I think whatever you're thinking, the answer is yes. In in TA8, I just traded for Jonathan Taylor, traded Swift and Darnell Mooney, and I probably would have paid a little bit more. Oh God, yes, I would. I think probably like, that's a smash more. for Jonathan Taylor. But I think, I mean, Darnell Mooney's nowhere close to like Stefan Diggs. So I'm trying to think like what running back would you pair with Stefan Diggs that you think would be even value for Jonathan Taylor? I mean, we're probably in like the Zeke Chubb area, right? <sighs> More God, than that's that. a lot too. Like Saqu what about Saquon? Would you give Saquon and Diggs for Jonathan Taylor? I think that's the line it would take for me to actually give up Jonathan Taylor. That's that's a lot too. Wow. Oh man. I would take, I would still take pits just because we I mean, know you would John. I, I mean, we know you would two or two years from now. What are we going to so be much fun giving him a hard time Taylor? for this? What are we going to think about <laughs> Jonathan Taylor in two years? What are we going to think about Kyle Pitts If he continues his efficiency for two years, he's still going to have a decent season. That's the thing. Like at the end of the season, the stats for him aren't going to end up looking as terrible as I think we all feel like he's playing. In in two years, Jonathan Taylor is still going to be on the last year of his rookie deal, in which case he still has the ability to be the running back one because the second he gets that second contract, he automatically drops three spots. I think that's in the rules in Dynasty somewhere. It is. Yeah. So, I mean, same argument, man. I, I, I think as long as Jonathan Taylor keeps doing what he's doing, there's no reason to think he can't because he, he's on a good team, a good enough team, a good enough offense that he can keep doing this. So I still pretty easily take Jonathan Taylor because I think – Pitts's points will be more easily replaced than Jonathan Taylor's will be. It's close. I would take Pitts. All right, let's do quarterbacks real fast. Just tell me if you take uh, the quarterback or Pitts. Mahomes? Mahomes. Mahomes. Josh Allen. Allen. 
Allen. Kyler Murray. Murray. Lamar. Yep. Herbert. Herbert. Yep. Now I'm not real sure where to go because I disagree with the calculators rankings then after that. Uh, but they have Dak Prescott next. Dak. Dak. Burrow. Burrow. Yeah. I would have I would want Burrow above Dak. That's where I disagree. Uh, close enough. Uh good God. Where is the next quarterback on the list? That's pretty much it for the quarterbacks. Next quarterback. Oh my god. The next quarterback's Mac Jones. How is that possible? People are going nuts for Mac Jones good because Lord. he's not bad. That's really all it took was Mac Jones being not, not bad. bad. It's crazy. I'm trying to think where I would take, but I feel picks. like we're at QB 10 already, right? Like we're pretty close to that. No, we did. I think we did like seven. Is... We did like seven quarterbacks. I can check real fast, but uh, yeah, we did. We did seven quarterbacks. Are there any other quarterbacks you would take above him? Trevor Lawrence, maybe. Trevor Lawrence is crazy close for me. Yeah, I'd still probably just take Lawrence just because I we took Lawrence over Pitts three seconds ago. And yes, Lawrence hasn't been doing great, but I'm still willing to make the excuses and think he's still better. Not Same you, thing okay. with Fields or Lance? Fields, yes. Right right in Lance, that tier no. for me. Right in that tier for me. That, I think we found my line. Fields, yes. Lance, no. If I'm, if I'm confident in my quarterbacks without either of those, sure, I'll take Pitts. Okay, that's fair. Team setup. If they're my QB three, I'll throw them for pits. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> I, I think we have are, are any other quarterbacks. Do you guys want to throw any other quarterbacks out? I mean, I the, all like the old guys. Out. The answer is pits. Yeah. I, I don't know who else at a younger age there, there is. Anyone? Tua, I'd rather have pits too. I'd rather have in there. I, I really like Tua, but I still just think the value would be pits at that point. So I would take. I'd, I'd rather have pits over anyone in the twenty twenty two draft. In case anyone's curious. Like what anyone, about wide anyone? receiver? What about uh, I? Mean, what about Chase? Chase versus Pitts. I said Chase before. I'm sticking with Chase. Yeah, I want Chase and Jefferson over Pitts. Yeah. Any other receivers over him? Lamb. No. Lamb is like right on the line for me. I'm still Pitts above all of them, but I but Chase is. I mean, Chase was pretty much right there for me in the in the pre-draft. The only reason I just want the tight end because they're a hell of a lot harder to find. Unless you really have confidence that you can hit the Hunter Henry going to score a touchdown for four weeks in a row streak and stuff like that. I don't have confidence in that. So Chase is very close. Very, 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 very close. Right. On this ridiculous note, we are going to close the trading yep. floor on Dynasty Wall Street. And if I weren't lazy, you'd hear a ding, ding, ding right here. I should probably find that sound just to put it in. But I haven't done it yet, so I made it with my mouth. Uh, Russ Fisher at Dynasty Outhouse. John Bosch at John Bosch FF. Dev Damn it, I always go to say Debbie Kane first and not Kane Fissell at Debbie underscore Kane. Uh, Dynasty Wall Street, part of the Dynasty Trade Calculator podcast feed next time. Bye.